94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. 8.16 on your rise and drive on 94.7 Kumu. We've got our Kumu Kokua segment. This is where we bring in Hawaii's leaders and experts to talk about the issues that you care about right here in Hawaii and also to answer your questions. We are very honored this morning to have on the line Ron Mizutani, the president and CEO of Hawaii Food Bank. Good morning, Ron. Hey. Uh, good morning to both of you, my dear friends. It's so <laughs> nice to hear your voices. It's been about half a year since we spoke with you. Uh, the last time we talked with you was the start of the pandemic. And of course, everybody at that time knew we were going to need help from the Hawaii Food Bank. But now, like over half a year has passed, so much has changed. And that means more financial problems, more hunger problems for people uh, here in Hawaii and nationwide and globally. Can you share us with us some stories or numbers to help us understand what has happened in the pandemic? Yeah, since we last spoke, you know, the, we knew that this uh, first of all, we didn't know how long COVID would be with us. Mm-hmm. We didn't know, we, but we did know that this would increase uh, the needs in a way we've never seen before. Knowing this unemployment was going to skyrocket as our visitor industry shut down and and restaurants started to close, it just became more and more intense because it it rippled had a ripple effect. Right, everything the visitor industry touched was affected, and when that happened, more jobs were being lost, and of course, our unemployment check issues added an element of uncertainty and certainly need. So, I mean, we instantly saw a 26% increase in March, just in the back half of that month. Wow. And then it went up. I mean, it went up incredibly quick. It went up to 85% in April, 260% by May. Uh, And it stayed at that level of need. Just for example, in May of 2019, last year, we distributed just under a million pounds, 972,000 pounds of food. In May of 2020, it was 3.5 million. Whoa. Um, you know, so a 260% increase. And people said, okay, well, is that going to sustain itself? And how, how long will that, you know, continue? And we were hopeful that, you know, uh, but then came the second shutdown. And then the needs were, were going to come back up. And we could feel that while well, some people went back to work in June, July, and the numbers reflected that. By the time September, October came around, uh, and our visitor industry was pushed back to mid-October, uh, the reboot of it, uh, the, the needs spiked again. So last month, uh, we did just under 3 million pounds, excuse me, no, 3, 3 million pounds of food distributed on Oahu, Kauai uh, in October. Wow. Uh, so, you know, we anticipate that number again in, in November. We're on pace of that already. And just in, in a week and a half time, we've done about almost 1.5 million pounds. So, and I, I don't like to get caught up in pounds because that's, you know, that that does that doesn't humanize uh, the need. Uh, this is not about just pounds heading out the door, but it's a way for us to prepare and and understand the trends uh, and what we will need uh, when it comes to supply and demand. The supply is matching the demand right now, only because uh, we've been we've been blessed with so much generous donations uh, because we've had to purchase like like never before. Mm. Um, because we don't, the donations just aren't coming in, as ex, as we understand, um, whether it be from retail, from community, um, from you know our 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 partners here locally. You know they're just trying to keep pace with their own inventory uh, needs. So we've had to purchase local. We've we've purchased produce uh, grown from our farmers, uh, over 1.5 million dollars worth of locally grown produce for families. Uh, ranchers, we've supported our ranchers with local beef. Uh, and fresh proteins, uh, chicken, pork, uh, e- even fish with our long line, long liners. So a very different business model since we all spoke. Um, and we've had to adjust and, and adapt and, and different initiatives. But I can tell you all of those initiatives cost 
have costs to them. Sure. And while we budget annually maybe about $400,000 to purchase food, and that's because of the good donations that we receive, that's how we survive, uh, that, that flow stopped. And so as of mm. yesterday, we've purchased more than $8.5 million worth of food since March. Wow. Oh and that's goodness. just on food. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been a you know it's been a it's been a balancing act, um, maintaining supply demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, you know, we've been very blessed, and and we got down to three or four days of supply back in oof, maybe September, where I was literally not sleeping at night. Um, my, our shelves were so bare. Oh. Um, but you know, we, I trust his plan, and he's got us through that that storm, and we got through the uh, hurricane season, thank God, mm. uh, with no events. Um, but this pandemic has, has certainly changed the way we do business. Yeah. A lot of us. And, yeah. and speaking of that, um, from what I understand, the kinds of people who are needing assistance has changed as well, right? Yeah. Can you? Can oh, no you? Doubt. I mean, we talk about the face of hunger evolving and changing. We saw it during the government shutdown. You know, TSA workers on the front line, uh, Coast Guard personnel never thought they'd have to raise their hand for assistance. Mm-hmm. Pandemic is just like on steroids. I mean, if you can imagine, if you had a household that both husband and wife worked in the visitor industry, which a lot of families do, uh, or an entire household for that matter, now all of a sudden you have two people who are unemployed, uh, you know, and they may pull up at a food distribution site in a Tesla. They may pull up in a, in a BMW, a Mercedes. Uh, and and our our job our job and and the volunteers that we asked and volunteer and we recruit, I remind them that we don't know people's stories. Every vehicle, every person has a human story. They're not just a placard. They're not just a number, and certainly not just a a brand of a vehicle pulling up. These families had courage to raise mm-hmm. their hands, and mm-hmm. and hunger hunger as we have all learned in the last few days. Uh, there's still a stigma about it. There's a shame issue. Because uh, mm-hmm. to raise your hand because you're hungry should never be that way. But sadly, we have still much education uh, needed. Mm-hmm. And um, there's nothing shame about saying I need help. Um, and I want to make sure we stress that because that's not our Hawaii. And and, and that's not who we are uh, as, a, as, a, as a state, as a spirit. And... Um, there's no, there's no, there's no humor in hunger. Um, if anybody's experienced it before, whether it be through hard times, be, being homeless, uh, losing your job, uh, a medical issue, and all of a sudden you have to make really tough decisions at home: do I, do I pay the rent? Do I pay my electricity? Mm-hmm. Do I, you know, pay for my medication for my family, or do I put food on the table? Yeah. I mean, these are really, really tough decisions for many families every day. Yep. When you have a pandemic, that just multiplies and that's who we see receiving our food mm-hmm. i can tell you this now not our food but food from the hawaii food bank i can tell you now during our massive distributions that we had in, in may april june at the stadium and we just had one last week uh we did ask uh, one of the questions that we asked because we have to ask a few questions nothing invasive but just so that we know who who's receiving food or what zip codes and and such but one of the questions we did ask was is anybody in your home affected by COVID and employment? And that's all you have to answer. You don't have to say what, where, when, why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 78 to 83 percent of the people who surveyed, who went through our lines uh, at these distributions, uh, you know, distributions, were affected by COVID. Meaning, many of them have never raised their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. more than 80 percent have never needed food assistance. And that's why you don't see eye contact. You don't see. Uh, there's some shame still, even than that, and and more so. I ask our volunteers to say good morning, 
put the food in the vehicle, tell them take care. I mean, whatever you want to do, uh, we do get our thank yous. We do get our tears um, from from families receiving. Um, and I just had a really heartfelt message the other day from somebody who you know, was in line at the stadium because you know she still has n- no work mm. um, and no fault of her. She's a working mom and. She just wanted to extend her gratitude, and that's only happens through an army of volunteers, but also through the great networks and, and the people of Hawaii who's responded favorably, and then folks like you folks who bring awareness to this issue of hunger and and support. Hawaii is a very special place, as you both know, and this pandemic has really strengthened us as a, as a community, as a state. But as we've learned, it's still, we still have a long way to go. We're talking with Ron Mizutani, the president and CEO of Hawaii Food Bank. Um, and I wanted to share with our listeners just to kind of get their brains around how widespread hunger is right now in America. Uh, Feeding America says right now at this moment, nationally, more than 54 million people, including 18 million children, are at risk of experiencing food insecurity because of COVID. Specifically, here in Hawaii, uh, food insecurity has grown more than 60%, and Hawaii is, has the fifth highest percentage increase in the nation. Is that right, Ron? Fifth highest percentage you know, in the it, nation. Oh, yeah. In yeah. fact, those numbers might even be lower than, than what we are actually seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so how Feeding America gathers their, their data is is a little different from how we, we see things from our lens. Oh, right. And yes. It's not that You're it's on the ground. But yeah, yeah. I will tell you that on the ground, we are seeing more than one in four keiki. Uh, who oh, are part wow. of, you know, because there's no school. That impacts families because, as we all know, sometimes that's the only meal many, fa- many students and children have. So we're just getting, trying to find creative ways to get food to families, get food to our keiki and our kupuna and, um, you know, working families. It's the face of hunger has changed. Uh, but it, I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Uh, this is a real issue. But the, the the silver lining in all of this is so many new relationships have been built. We're cultivating mm-hmm. new relationships. People are stepping forward and getting creative. And, and in, at the end of the day, the donations, whether they be monetary or they're volunteering their time, people have not, not stopped. And, and that's a blessing that we don't take for granted. And that's a blessing because of people having trust in what we do. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Ron, just curious, you know, uh, kudos again to the to the staff and the volunteers there at the Hawaii Food Bank. I, I can't imagine what it must feel like to have to do these food drives because you're seeing people every day almost who are food insecure, yeah. who are crying, who are having a hard time. Uh, how is the staff doing? You know, heroes in my eyes, and I thank them as often as many as times as I can, even mm-hmm. if it's daily, through emails, through through buying them lunch, through I mean anything that we can do because. They're on the front line. There's no doubt about it. We're not first responders. We don't define ourselves as first responders, but we respond to a crisis. And every time someone's on the line with us, whether it be a volunteer, and we have our loyal volunteers out there every single distribution, uh, and our team um, who never shrug their shoulders, never asks why, they ask how, how can we get it done? And when they do that, they're on the front line and they're exposing their families. you know, so we do everything we can to to keep them safe. Um, you know, with PPEs, and we just arm them with all the tools that we can. But and I'm just grateful that every morning I wake up and we're healthy as a family here at Hawaii Food Bank, because that means their families are healthy at home too. Right. I never take that for granted. And I ask them to be diligent in all that they do downstairs uh, in the warehouse and even on the front line distributing food. To be mindful, to protect yourselves and your families. 
uh, because this this virus has no you know no limitations. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't it doesn't care. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It'll strike whenever and whoever it wants. Mm. Ron, what can folks in the public do to support what you guys are doing? First, number one, I want to say, if you need assistance, there is help. Go to HawaiiFoodBank.org. We have, we've made it very uh, easy to navigate on where you can get a, uh, a food near you and a distribution near you, whether it be a drive-up, whether it be, uh, it'll be as much as possible, no contact. Uh, but, you know, we have food pantries. We have, we have um, you know, our partners at Salvation Army, IHS, uh, our, pa- our schools and our, our uh, churches. I mean, we have an op- there's opportunity near your home so that your folks and family can get food. Mm-hmm. If That's I can, my number one message to you. Ron, I want to make sure that I people understand that. What you're saying to our listeners is that there are more distribution opportunities other than the big oh, yes. pop-up events, right? Yeah, so the, what you see on television is are these really highly publicized events that the media chooses to cover, uh, but we have a distribution every day. And if you go to hawaiifoodbank.org, there's a tab that shows an assistance program, and it's updated as often as possible, and it'll show every location where we have one of our 200 partner agencies distributing food. Some days it might be three times a week, some days it's five times a week, uh, but there is some place near you that has food being distributed. Um, and that's important for people to understand. These pop-ups are just supplemental. These are just added ways to get food out in a bigger way. And, and you know, we're trying to be rural as, as much as possible. We're mm-hmm. Milani today. Uh, and, and tomorrow, uh, yes, the other day we were in Kalihi. Uh, on Friday, we'll be out at Waipio. Uh, last week, we were in Waianae. Uh, wow. And then Monday, this past Friday, we were in Laie. I mean, so... You know, those large distributions that you see on television, that's not the only place to get food. And, and that's important to understand mm-hmm. that, that there's, a, there's an infrastructure in place that can provide you with, with food assistance and no shame. That's the second thing I want to say. Please do not be shamed. You know, I'll share with you a story real quick. During the government shutdown, my dear friend who I played football with back in, in elementary, college, uh, high school and such, you know, he was an all-star linebacker at Parenton. Uh, Big dude. He still could strap it up right now and, and probably kick <laughs> some butt. Uh, big man came to the food bank one day in his uniform, a TSA uniform, and said, Duke, that's what they called me when we were young, mm. I need help. And I said, I didn't say, I, I won't say his name, but I said, dude, that's why we're here. And we cried. I mean, two grown men. Mm. And he said, I never thought I'd need to raise my hand. I said, there's no shame in that. Mm. You know, that mm. was a government shutdown. Pandemic. We want people to understand that that stigma that comes with raising your hand needs to end. Mm-hmm. It just needs to end because there's we are all a paycheck away. There's no doubt about it. And people need to understand there is assistance out there. Yeah. If folks want to support, if they are in a position to support what the Hawaii Food Bank yes. is doing, what can they do? And where are you folks in your drive, by the way? Well, we, you know, we're not actively doing any food drives right now because, you know, pe- we, we understand people are, right. um, you know, mm-hmm. social distancing. But there are a lot of companies right now that are doing that on their own. Um, and so we do, we you know, we ask them to keep in touch with us so that we can keep it safe for them when they either deliver or we can come pick up. Um, but at the same time, you know, monetary donations and, you know, I'm not shame. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, my, my father used to tell me, you know, ask, you're not going to dance. That's right. You know? And, That's right. you know, shoot, you're not going to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, yep. some people don't answer my phone calls, and that's cool. <laughs> and there's no, oh, it's Mizutani again. But you know what? The reality is 
I didn't budget for COVID. Um, nobody did. Mm-hmm. And as long as the supply and demand can stay consistent, then then I'm I'm happy. And you know, answer the phone if you don't. If you have the means, please go to hawaiifoodbank.org, click on that donate tab, and and provide what you can give. If it's not monetary. If it's your time, there's a volunteer effort near you. Thank you so much, Ron. Yeah. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk with us this morning. Absolutely. Some really great information. No, I appreciate you guys. It, it's important to get real information out. Um, I love social media, although I'm not on it anymore because there's so much drama. <laughs> sometimes social media can spread misinformation. And so these opportunities to, ter- to speak directly to your listeners mm-hmm. are very, very important because not only do we share the message of hope and inspiration and also provide information on needs uh, of, of how you can help yourselves and your families, but it just provides a better tomorrow outlook. And yeah. my cup is always half full, always. <laughs> and I'll never, I'll never say this is the new normal because there ain't nothing normal about it. True that. Um, but we adjust we, and we're, we're, you know, we're, we're making it work. And at the end of the day, Hawaii will be so much stronger because of this pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Mahalo to Ron Mizutani, President and CEO of Hawaii Food Bank. We thank you for sharing your time and your manao. Uh, thank you. Stay safe, you too. And uh, hopefully I can hug you guys real soon. Hopefully. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you.